And hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folders and Backwards. <coughs> the Mid-Morning Solar Cipher Part in. It's your girl, yours truly, Ruby Red. Wishing everyone a wonderful Wednesday. And it's hump day, guys. Midweek check-in. How are you guys doing? How are your friends and family doing? How are your neighbors doing? Midweek check-ins are amazing to have, not just for yourself, but for those who surround you. Because sometimes people be going through shit. And they be needing someone to talk to, but nobody at. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to just be burdening people. So, you know, checking on somebody today. The same way I'm checking in on you. If you guys need somebody to talk to, I'm always here. Email me, inbox me, DM me, something. Right? But getting into topic today, this one won't be long as well. I want to um, continue the week on working with our ancestors, um, paying respect, homage to our ancestors, and just strengthening the connection between um, us living descendants and our ancestors in general. So today, guys, I want to talk um, about those family members that, how else can I say, we don't fuck with, right? We got them in life. We have them in death. Um, just because we're connected through blood and spirit doesn't mean that we like the person. You know what I'm saying? Just think about your real life relatives for a minute. Hopefully you love all your relatives. Hopefully you get along with and at least a cordial with all your relatives. But everyone doesn't like all their relatives. And there's nothing absolutely wrong with that. Like people are individuals. Like, or some people don't even like their own fucking kids. It has nothing to do with how they love them, how they provide for them, take care of them. You know what I'm saying? Things that personality just don't match. Sometimes niggas' souls don't match. Or I need to do a whole fucking episode on that. But it's the truth. We don't always get along with our family members. But the funny thing is we do still tend to love them when we're honest with ourselves. We might hate hate them at the moment. We might hate the actions. We might can't stand them, wouldn't help them do something. You know what I mean? People be having their issues. <coughs> but at the end of the day, guess what? It's still fucking family. And you said you could never speak to your brother, to your sister, to your mom's or uncle ever again in life because something has occurred between the two of you. And a thousand years from now, when whatever level of scientists, geologists, fucking um, <coughs> genealogists <coughs> happen to find your remnants in your tomb, in your coffin, in your grave, your ashes in the urn, buried under a thousand feet of fucking rubble. You know what I mean? Who knows how the world's going to evolve? But your remnants will remain. And if and when they're found, if they find a descendant, they're not going to be able to tell through DNA, oh, they didn't fuck each other. They didn't like each other. They weren't friends. Oh, she was a gossip. She stole her boyfriend. And they used to fight all the time. And this one always lied. And this one, you know what I mean? They can't see all that. They just see that genetically... This was her sister, be it half-sister, whole sister. This was his brother. This was his uncle. They That's all they can tell. And, yeah, family is important, whether we like it or not. 
in the same way we have family in life that we don't always get along with, there are family members that have transcended that for whatever reason or not, niggas don't fuck with. Now, on the most dramatic end of it, um, family members who have abused um, other members of the family, be it sexually, mentally, family members who have um, put some kind of, did I say physical? I don't even know. Physical, mental, sexual abuse, family members who have... um, abandons like everybody doesn't have their mom everyone doesn't have their dad some niggas skipped out without ever even being there for their kid and the kid don't know them that doesn't break the bond some mothers drop their kid off at the fucking fire station at three days old and never look back and that doesn't break the spiritual connection um there's especially when it comes to unfortunately incest and rape that exists in many families and it's unspoken of with between the same way it's in the same ways it's often unspoken of when it occurs through living members of the family it stays secret when they die as well um niggas don't talk about them if you do have an altar i hope you guys checked out yesterday's episode i talked all about ancestor altars and um worship um not worship but paying homage and respect to um, your room, but members like that don't make the mantles. You know what I'm saying? No one's gonna keep Grandpa Paul, who had a thing for touching those little girls during the birthday parties, on a mantle next to you know what I mean. Aunt um, Lucy, who was a saint, and motherfucking Grandma Joe, who fucking you know went to bat every night, keeping him out the room with the girls once he got drunk. And didn't know how to keep his hands to himself. What the fuck? People be fucked up, yo. Like, there's no other way around it. People can be fucked up. If you think you're a good person, know for as good as you are, as much as you want to classify yourself as saint, holy, perfect, a model citizen, there are people just as equally, if not triply, fucked up as you are good. Naive as moms like my myself can't even really conceive of some of the atrocities that have happened in this world. This entire podcast is actually dedicated or inspired. It's not that it's dedicated to the ancestors, but it's inspired by a documentary that I watched years ago, years ago. And I wish I could remember the name. And I wish I could remember where I saw it because I would love to watch it again with these new eyeballs and this new view on life. Cause when I watched it, it was just so painful. These three sisters were all being molested by their father. Horrible story. The mom was aware of it. It was a horrible story. Each one of them grew and evolved differently with different scars from their trauma. And when the father died, this is how they ended up talking about it out loud and getting a documentary and, you know, trying to become advocates, which they're not trying and becoming, let me not take away none of these bitches' strength, becoming advocates for victims of incest and sexual abuse. 
their openness came from their father passing. And I've always been spiritual then, but I was not as awake and as open and as mindful as I am now. As I definitely remember then thinking to myself, like, you can't pray for a nigga like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you pray for someone who put you through so much? But on that same note, like I said, new eyeballs, new view of, of understanding of life. How can you not pray for a nigga like that? Besides the fact that he was your father, besides the fact that he's dead and he's not in the womb, he existed. All existence is precious, no matter how fucked up someone. I am one of those people for new listeners. Yes, even the worst person in the world is still a person. And if you're a person, you're a part of fucking the all expansion consciousness. You're a part of me. And nigga said, I love me too much to hate anybody on this planet. I can hate your actions. I can hate your character, your personality. I can fucking hate everything about you. And still not hate you, your existence. Because who the fuck am I to hate someone's existence, right? Like, that's going to violate my own existence in a sense. Here or there, I'm back on track. It's unfortunate, but it does happen. And if you're listening and these kind of traumas exist within your own bloodline, this episode is definitely right on time. I shade to you. Because I want to talk about what do you do with them kind of relationships? Like I said, many practitioners, many um, open spiritualists, many people who have strong connections with their ancestor work, they dead are dismissive of those energies. I know people who are dismissive of acknowledging ancestors who in life were just gossipy. And you know what I mean? Maybe just not nice people, but they never really hurt nobody. But you just don't fuck with them now. I don't even want the energy and my blessings and I, 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 I good riddance. Wow. I get it. I understand. But wow. Limited, limited, limited. Please open yourself up because all you're doing is hurting yourself. We do not pick our family. We do not choose our family. But guess what? They are our motherfucking family. And that's the truth in life as it is in death. And when we ignore and avoid certain energies, spirits, ancestors, the energies of them, the presence, the acknowledgement of them, we ignore them. It's not healthy for us as individuals or for our descendants, mostly because if you checked out the first episode of this week, um, we are our ancestors. We are bonded to them, not just genetically, guys, but through spirit and how fucked up would it be to end up like just on a genetic end, eye color, hair color, characteristics, right-handed, left-handed, um, birthmarks, how fucked up would it be to hold hate and animosity towards your pops and then give birth to a son who looks just like him? I'm just saying, how much could you possibly, how much love are you going to omit from that child just off the strength that he reminds you of somebody who hurt you so bad it's just something to think about i wanted to throw that out there but again yeah reincarnation we are our ancestors and they imprint on us in so many different ways and it manifests in living descendants physically spiritually emotionally like it's unavoidable 
So, what do we do? Abby, you telling me I have to acknowledge these deadbeat ass niggas in my bloodline? Do I have to give offerings and thanks for someone who put their hands on me when I didn't want it to be touched? Someone who I trusted, who took advantage of me, someone who lied to me, who made my mother, who put my mother in a mental position to where she was no good to me and my siblings? No. I'm not telling you that. I got a whole episode on forgiveness. I don't forgive easy. And I don't tell nobody else to. Real life shit. That whole thing, forgiveness is good for the soul, that's bullshit. Niggas said understanding is good for the soul. Forgiveness is good for the soul. Let me not say it's bullshit. But there's levels to forgiveness. You don't have to sit there and put your fucking life, heart, and safety on the line just to quote unquote become a good person. Or this is not about forgiveness. This is about truth and understanding. The two new pillars that I have discovered are major platforms to happiness, greatness, and achieving pure divine divine self. Or when we have the opportunity because this is what their death our abusers the ones who've neglected us the ones that we trusted that we were born to that should have had you know more love more gentleness more hope more consideration just more kindness towards us in life especially because we share dna when it comes to those who lacked all that after their death. You, as a living descendant, are in a powerful position not to forgive. You're in a powerful position to confront my loves. You're safe. You're protected by the physical realm. They can't hurt you. They cannot hurt you. Let me say this again. They can't hurt you. Mentally, you can hurt yourself. You can allow them their immortality to exist in your mind and in your life in negative forms and fuck you over still. Or you can take this opportunity to confront them. If hostility is the fucking emotion that throbs you, fuck it. Be hostile with it. Again, you're safe. But you need to have that spoken. You need to address the fact that in physical life, there's a rip, there's a mend, and there's a void through that connection. You have to acknowledge how it's hindered you, whether it's hindered your ability to love, your ability to be a good parent, your ability to be a good person, your ability to be a sexual being, your ability to trust. You have to acknowledge what the physical, the mental, the emotional, the sexual abuse, the neglect, whatever, however the trauma was presented and manifested in your life, you have to acknowledge it. You have to let them know that they were wrong for it. You don't have to forgive them. You have to let them, if you do forgive them, that's what's up, more power to you because that takes so, if you like truly forgive them. 
that takes so much strength. And it really does feel good when you truly forgive somebody. But the reason I say forgiveness is bullshit because most people don't truly forgive. Most people just move on. And, you know, I'm going to do another episode maybe next week talking more about that. But I want to stick to topic because I don't want to let this one go too long. But you have to be truthful. You have to acknowledge where you are in your life and how much choices you've made in your life were based on experiences you had negatively in life with that person. Even if it was no experience in the case of like abandonment, shit having no connection to you in life left me like this. After you acknowledge the truth of the situation, your truth, because all truths are only half truths, and all you can ever do is acknowledge your truth. You have to understand. You have to understand one that it happens and that they're dead. So it's really nothing more that can be done about it. If you are in a situation where more can be done about it, understand how you can do more and take steps to do more. Understand that you're free. You're free of any future abuse from this person, (coughs) future neglect, hurt, pain. (coughs) And if you're able to, understand that they're free. They're free from whatever power they had over you They're free from whatever fucking power they thought they had over you because no one ever really had power over you. They're free from the holes that you gave to them that you weren't able, maybe you were too young, too weak, too naive, too hopeful, too sad to fucking take back in physical life. They're free from that. You're free from that. They're free from whatever fucking bullshit trauma they went through in their life that they were not able to handle and allowed to manifest so negatively that they were able to hurt you and anybody else in life. They're free from that. When you acknowledge the truth, your truth of the situation, and you understand the situation, that's how you heal that trauma. That's how you heal that or begin, because this is not a work that's going to happen once and then you just, ah, I feel so much better. It's like, it's a form of shadow work, but it's deeper because it's not with self. It's with the bloodline. It's an intense root work. And it takes time. It takes time. It takes assistance. Um, And when I say assistance, I mean, you're going to have to tap in. A lot of times you're going to need support, emotional support, um, from other family members, you might need strength from other family members, should you might need the support of value and not being the only one who fucking confronts and acknowledges these truths. So how you do it, with whom you do it, is personal. But when you do it, know you are starting the healing process. And these wounds will now turn into scars. Scars can smoothen out over time, 
They can blend in with other complexions. They basically, in the terms of energy, energy work and dealing with our ancestors, by healing these wounds, we allow our ancestors, when they do transition back, because they will transition back, just because you ignore them, do not mean they will not find their way into a living descendant in some form or fashion somewhere down the bloodline. It might not be in your lifetime, but somewhere. And if this person is so harmful, so hurtful, so dangerous, his energy, her energy needs to be so neglectful. Their energy needs to be healed before it can come back in. You know what I mean? And who not better to do it than you? Someone who's experienced firsthand the after effects of their bullshit. So, um, I think I covered it. And I hope that this resonates. I truly hope that for those of us, because we all, in some sense, have some kind of family. Like I said, that was the most traumatic of the realities that my brain can allow me to come up with. I'm grateful and thankful that directly I have not bear that energy. But in reality, you know, I don't really know much about my bloodline after my grandmother's mother. And I don't even really know too much about her. And on my father's family, I don't really know much about anybody except for the living descendants. So I practice what I preach. Granted, I'm not directly a victim of, you know, family trauma. I know common sense, too many generations of my family that existed for it not to exist. So to avoid it manifesting within me, within my children, within their children or the descendants, I do, I work on this. I'm constantly, and then again, I love all my ancestors. I don't know all of them. And I'm very careful, the same way I'm careful with who I let through my front door, I'm careful with what spirits, entities, deities, energies I work with constantly. So I'm always identifying the negative, the heavy, the hush-hush, you know what I mean? Like I'm a little advanced with energy work and identification. So I'm able to. But yeah, healing the bloodline is something that I'm always doing, that I'm always doing because I don't know who existed, but I'm sure they have. Again, people are quiet, especially Black families. Black families ain't sitting around the coffee table talking about who did what and who touched who and mm -mm, shit like that is usually kept underground, a secret, speak no evil, see no evil, hear no evil. Fuck that. Heal your traumas, known and unknown, with your ancestors, known and unknown. Because they're all connected to you. Like I said, we can't pick and choose. And you don't want to be asking for help for a situation and unknowingly receive energy and assistance from someone who energy is disrupted, the energy is ill, is ill-formed. You know what I'm saying? Because they weren't healed in life. They never healed their own traumas in life. And none of the ancestors, none of their living descendants are trying to heal them in the afterlife. So what the fuck are they doing? It's festering. <coughs> heal your ancestors. It's more than a responsibility. It's a right. It's a privilege. Word. Um, 
And again, I hope this resonates. Just to wrap up, um, kill your ancestors. <laughs> or that's the only way we're going to be able to progress as a bloodline, guys. We got to heal. We got to heal. We got to heal. Only healthy grows. Same way I promote my chubby butter. Healthy hair is here that grows. Healthy souls are souls that grow and thrive, not just survive. So, wonderful Wednesday to us all. Much I say, namaste, and later, guys. <laughs>